Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm coach Caroline DeKimpe, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is an audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to talk about scenarios where it's pointless to only rely on your resume. Now, the reason this came up is because I'm working with a client who came to me and said, like, look, I'm interested in this position. Do you think my resume is suitable? And and what I need to change on my resume to be considered for this job. And I looked at the job description, I looked at this resume, and there is nothing in the world that you can change on your resume to be considered for that job. It's very, very extremely unlikely. It's like winning the lottery unlikely that people will pick your resume for that job. And I will tell you why. So the scenarios that you might be in that I want to really articulate clearly so you can resonate with it is when you want to change to another industry, uh, but it's the same role, or you want to have a different role, but it's closely aligned. So we're really talking about transferable skills uh, in a certain industry. And the way my clients, uh, before they start working with me, and a lot of people do is they see a job on uh, any of the job boards, whether it's LinkedIn, um, Uh, here in Australia, Seek or Monster or whatever it is um, that you use as a job board, uh, they see the job advertised and they think like, okay, let's let's apply for that role. Let's actually send the resume. Let's make some tweaks here and there. And oh my God, I can do that role because I have done a part of it in my job in my current job already but I just don't have the job title. I've never had the job title. I've never worked in a certain industry, but I can do the job. And so what happens is you enter into an email box of a HR person or recruiter, and don't get me wrong, they're very good in their job, but they get an abundance of of resumes. Like research has shown that on average, when you apply for a corporate role, that means like not-for-profits, even government, like corporates, I'm just like, putting it on the one banner, an HR person or recruiter gets 250 applicants. That is, in my experience, very conservative. Like, depending on which area you are recruiting for, if it's in administration, customer service, project manager, management, you get thousands of applications. So imagine if you are a person shifting through all these resumes, like, and you recruit for an area, you're an HR and a recruiter. So not an expert in, let's say, uh, IT engineering or uh, marketing and communications or policy 
or legal, like you recruit for these areas and you rely often on what's been given to you by the hiring manager. That could be a job description and that could often be an old job description. I remember so many occasions where I was working as a HR business partner that they would say like, hey, Caroline, I'm looking for a marketing manager again. Can you dig up a job description that we used last time? And uh, we will sit together to actually discuss. But sometimes that even didn't happen because time just is like everybody is busy. And so you whack up an ad uh, based on a job description that doesn't tell the whole complete story. You rely on keywords that uh, are listed um, in the job description and you pick resumes that are often familiar to you for of candidates that work in companies that are familiar or like-minded companies. So for example, put yourself in, in that situation. You have to recruit for a total opposite of uh, an area of expertise. What do you rely on? On keywords and companies that, that you recognize that work in that space. And that is the same thing that often happens with an HR and a recruiter. recruiter. And in an ideal world, they would call everybody to actually understand their ins and outs. But in today's age, people are just like flat out busy. They have also different priorities next to that priority. And so it is like technology that makes it easy to scan resumes, to go through resumes, to rely on certain keywords, because this is what we need to do. Think of your own workflow processes. Automation is a big part of everybody's workflow processes to so make your work easy. So that is also what happens in HR and recruitment. So to bring it back, if you are looking for um, a, a different role uh, in a, a, the same role in a different industry or a role that heavily relies on your transferable skills because it's aligned, the first thing you have to think is like, I can't rely on that HR process or that recruitment process by just applying online because very often the person that will receive your resume will have a look at your resume. They rely on a job description and on keywords. It's also not their responsibility to connect the dots. That's the second thing. It's not their responsibility to connect the dots for you. Let me explain. A lot of people, they don't have a narrative in their resume. They don't tell a story. Now, this doesn't need to be a novel. Uh, your resume doesn't need to be a novel that people read like, oh, my God, this is a person, warm and fluffy. This is not what I'm talking about. The story, the narrative is about the problem you solve for them so that they, whoever reads your resume, said like, holy shit. This person knows what they're talking about. I need this person to work in our organization. I have a chat with him. And so that is what you create. But if you don't connect the dots, if, if you just translate what's in your head and give verbal diarrhea on a piece of paper, that is not your resume. That is just like a piece of paper <laughs> with words on. So you have to really convert your current resume into a sales document with a clear narrative. You have to connect the dots. You need to tell the story. You need to really have a clear message to the person because you can't expect them to actually do the work for you. So that's the second point. And then the third point is that 
You can't accept, uh, expect them, whoever reads your resume, to make assumptions. So this ties in with the message. But so first of all, is they rely often on keywords and um, on, on job description. Second point is that they don't uh, that they're not responsible to connect the dots for you. That you need to have a clear message. And the third point is that you can't expect them to make assumptions. What do I mean by that? The best example I can give you is that um, often you as a candidate think like, okay, because I've done A, B, C, I can do D very easily. And D has been part of my job. And for you, it's very clear in your mind. It's like obvious. But whoever reads your resume, whether it's a recruiter, whether it's a HR, whether it's a decision maker or a hiring manager, they you can't expect them to make that assumption. Ah, oh, it's because John or Sarah have done A, B, C that they can do Z. It's like you need to spell it out. It's a very competitive market. And especially if you want to change industries or change like your career a little bit, you need to stand out. So what do you do when you don't rely on your resume? Because your resume, don't get me wrong, is an important part because it's a reflection of your message on a piece of paper. So you need to be, you need to start with crafting that, even though it's pointless to send it, you need to be able to articulate very clearly and sell yourself. A biggest problem that I see is that people can't sell themselves. They just like, like I said, give verbal diarrhea on a piece of paper and just expect it to work its magic and give you the job that you love unfortunately that doesn't work this way anymore so you need to really like start with really writing a resume not expecting that it will get you this job the traditional way of job searching but knowing that if you can sell yourself on paper and you co-create it with myself or you do it yourself or whatever it is as long as you end up with a piece of paper that sells you you will be able to sell yourself in, in any other form. So that means in an interview or in a conversation, the formal interview or in an informal conversation, you will be able what to draw upon. And you won't be able to do that if you don't make your resume stand out and really craft something that sells you. So what is the solution to your problem? So you're in an industry uh, or in a job and you want to change it. So let me give you the solution. The solution is thinking about your job search. And most people like shy away from this. But what you need to do is your job search can't, and I repeat, can't rely on the traditional ways of job searching. What is the traditional way of job searching, you ask? glad you asked. That is like sending your resume through Seek, through LinkedIn, through any other job boards that that, that you use in your country. Um, because basically what happens then, you, 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 you go into that black hole of doom and nothing really comes, comes from it. So you have to really diversify your job search. Yes, the traditional way has its place. Yes, you have to sometimes, there is no other option. But what you need to do is think about, okay, how can I diversify my job search? How can I really get in front of hiring managers that will understand, okay, what transition that I will make? What, what my uh, transferable skills really are and how they can benefit the organization. 
Because look at LinkedIn, for example. So many people on their LinkedIn profile have different career paths. So it's very rare, actually, that you have a person that has done 25 years in the same industry, in the same role, and blah, blah, blah. These days, people change countries. People change uh, industries. So everybody knows exactly what it is. And coming from a different industry, that will bring fresh air to the role. And hiring managers often know that, and they can see through it. Not all of them. So don't think you will have a 100% strike rate. But a lot of them will understand that that where you come from if only you have a chance to talk to them. And that comes down to you. Because it's so easy to hide away behind the safety net of a job board. And it's so confrontational to actually just approach a hiring manager direct. Now, a lot of my clients in the beginning, they say like, oh, Caroline, I don't like myself unsolicited approaches. Now, there is a big difference between an unsolicited approach that's saying like something like that. Um, I have 15 years experience and I have this and I have that and I've won awards and I um, worked with blah, 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 XYZ company and I'm so good in my job. Not that you would say that, but anyway, you know, on the, you, you know what I mean? You talk about you, 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 you. Nobody's interested in you. Breaking news. Nobody cares at this stage about you. What they do care about is the problem they have. Every single hiring manager, they care about like, okay, I have a budget to, to make and I have a hole in my team. I have a deadlines to make. I have like the workload on my other team members is really increasing because I have this gap in my team. That's what they care about. I want to reach my targets, my targets, uh, and solve that problem by hiring the right person. That's what they care about. So instead of making it about you and I've done this and I'm so good and I'm so glad and blah, 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 you make it about them and you connect that. And there is some craft and some art involved in really making that. It's not something you can wing and write and say like, yeah, I've nailed it uh, and just like put something on paper. It takes time often, takes research, understanding where they're coming from, understanding their real problem, understanding what they want to achieve. But once you get that, you will get a conversation. Once people can be, like if I'm a hiring manager and so many of my hiring managers that I've worked with in the past, thousands actually, they come from the same perspective. If I feel that person that approaches me comes with an open, genuine mind and really on an understanding of I feel heard and I feel that they can solve my problem, I will have a chat with them, but they have to have a strong case. And that strong case you need to build. And that is not writing a cover letter about like how great you are and how many years experience you have. That goes deeper and that takes time. And a lot of people don't want to invest that time. Yes, they want to have their dream job. Yes, they want to have 10, 20K salary increase, but no, I don't want to actually do anything. I just want to send my resume and hope for the best. Sorry, guys. Hate to tell it to you, but if you want whatever is what whatever you have in mind that is uh, that is worth you going the extra mile, you have to do it. You have to push yourself outside your comfort zone, and that is the key. You have to expand your network. You have to connect with hiring managers. You have to tap into uh, the hidden job market or your current network, 
and you you have to really reactivate the network that you already build up like a lot of people that i work with have already they have a network everybody has a network whether it's a network overseas, whether uh, you might actually need to expand that locally, whether that is a network of, of people that you used to work with, it doesn't matter. It's about uh, you, you have a, a starting base and that's where you have to start from to reactivate that. So I hope this gave you, gave you a lot of food for thought that um, yes, it needs to start with your resume, but sending your resume for certain uh, in certain situations is pointless and only relying on the traditional uh, way of, of job searching is, is pointless. Um, so you have to think like, A, am I clear on my message? Am I clear on my narrative? Am I selling myself very clearly on paper? Because if I can't do that on paper, I can promise you, you can't do that in an interview neither. So it's really ties in together. And if you just say like, okay, i go to a resume writer, they write me a fancy resume and I will get an interview. Yeah, maybe you get an interview or two, but see how far you come. Because maybe you can't close a deal because you can't sell yourself or you can't talk to your resume. And you might end up even in a job that's not aligned with, with what you really want. So there's all sorts of complications with, with that. So you have to make sure you have you write your resume or co-create with myself or with my team. You have a resume that stands out. Then you have to think about your job search, diversifying your job search. And definitely if you're in one of the situations uh, that I mentioned, whether it's in other industries, same role, or whether it's a different role uh, that is closely aligned, light or whether that is just like you're in a very competitive market or you want to step up to a different level from specialist to manager from manager to director whatever it is you need to really make sure that you 100% are in control of your 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 message and that you diversify your job search because otherwise you're going to end up in the black hole of doom and nothing's happening and you will start doubting is it my resume? My resume might not be good enough. Is it my capability? I'm not good enough. And you start to really spiral down and that will affect your confidence. So we don't want that. So that's why I'm telling you this. Hope this inspired you to actually take action and take the next step. Uh, if you want to take the next step, I will pop a link below to see how we can work together and we can take your uh, the way you present yourself to the next level. And if we are not connected on LinkedIn, please connect with me. I'm all about expanding my network, reaching more people um, so that I can share what I have to say with them. And if you uh, have a specific question, direct message me um, and we can actually take the conversation to a next level. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this video, please give me a thumbs up. It's always good to know who liked these videos so I can make more of them. Thank you so much and I will see you soon. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.